how do you go poop and pee at the same time? Not the same. Mm-hmm. Not not the same. For me, it's easy. Right? <laughs> but for girls, it's hard. Yeah. For no, girls, sorry. It actually, when I was it's little, I did think that, that it was that girls had two butts. That there was a front. When you were little. Yeah. When I was little. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not airing this. <laughs> Guys, welcome <laughs> to the Get Body <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> no! Welcome to the Get Body Podcast. Season two, episode two. This is your host, Shark Cross, aka your boy Share. And as always, my two incredible, uh, lovely co-hosts, we have Dr. Luke. Hello, everyone. Are you going to say something? <laughs> no. Uh, I was really expecting something. Oh, you want me to say something? Yeah. Okay, sure. come back to me. Okay. okay. And then we have the Jungle Kitty himself, let him roar. <laughs> David Dutton. Uh, and then back to Luke. Oh, I forgot. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and audience, we have an incredible guest today. Oh, I'm so excited. Cheryl. Sure. Cheryl okay. Rice. Cher. AKA. Oh, the OG Cher. <laughs> Battle of the Shares. <laughs> Boom, lay it down. Audience. Oh my gosh, I'm already we- hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> Audience, when we first uh, figured out Cheryl was going to be on the podcast, we put her in a text thread. You guys are getting some behind the scenes stuff here. We put on her text thread and then, you know, we said, hey, you know, thanks for being on the podcast, or whatever. And then she mentioned, did you mention I was Cher or how did the. You know what? I don't remember now. I don't remember I either. I think maybe someone called you Cher in that thread. And I said, oh, by the way, my friends call me Cher too. Yeah. And now we have the battle of the shares, which uh, our people are working on it. Um <laughs> It's either going to be a workout or it's going to be a fight to the death or something. Uh, but I don't think we have to do either one. I know who's coming out on top of that one. Yeah, I think I do too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the audience knows too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be a sing off. <laughs> it's going to be a sing off. Oh. Yes. Do you sing? Oh, no. I mean, I do, but not. You don't want to hear it. Yeah. I as well sing, but not well. I think that we should put that in the Pantheon. Yep. Yes. Excellent. Our Pantheon members, please, <laughs> please stay tuned. Speaking of that, any updates? Any podcast updates? Uh, public service announcements. Yes. Season two. This is the second episode of season two. Two, two. Two, two. Boom. Mm-hmm. So there's some uncanny alignment of numbers that are happening with Cheryl Wright. Mm-hmm. I think she's just lucky. I think that's what it is. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, I was just two. a public service announcement. Public service announcement. Um, Cheryl's lucky. Oh, okay. um, right. When you're around her, your life is better. Oh, okay. Well, that's um, very kind. I agree with that. Thank you. True. Fact. Um, I would say we have legitimate merchandise stuff under voice, right? I would say that there is legitimate our R&D development yeah. in our merchandising. Legit. Legit. So I think that we're too early to formally announce the mm-hmm. what's going to come out on the market for for holidays yeah our you know we we set it up we did a bunch of brainstorming sessions we got a bunch of focus groups going so we'll let you know yeah yeah um so that that's a public service announcement the other thing is that uh we took it a really intensive poll we actually hired so all the money that we made last year we hired gallup to do this poll right <laughs> and we said hey it, not sponsored by Gallup. It's not yet. Yeah, sponsored. Not. <laughs> they, we sponsored them. We paid them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. My about and it was about Halloween candy, and it came back that a hundred grand is the most popular. No. no. Yes, it is. No. David, you were drunk, man. No, dude, I, that happened. It was science, and now we got to move on. 
right? So, um, Cheryl, tell us a little about your not- <laughs> Okay, Those were not public service announcements. What do you, well, you still need to talk about whatever you're going to say at the beginning of the podcast. Well, you still no, need to it's, interject it's, yourself. It's, it's save it, save it till the end. Save it till the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Luke, I think you probably know Cheryl the best, right? I mean, I've probably known Cheryl the longest. I've actually, I think, known Cheryl for about two hours and 18 minutes. <laughs> we never met Charles before I, I mean, we see each other in passing. Yeah, we, like, but, on Saturday, mm-hmm. I was walking in the gym, but she was talking to Mac, mm-hmm. and then I... Couldn't get proper eye contact, so I actually didn't say hi, but... <laughs> Rude! <laughs> okay, you're across from each other. Our lanes were across. What? No, oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. That's right. So I did say hi to you yeah, on time. Yeah, yeah, you did. I was talking about when I was walking into the gym. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. We, did, you, we did say yeah, hi. We said when, hi. when do you normally work out at the gym? It's a hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. So 8 a.m. or 4.30. Okay. And then... If I can make PM, it Saturday, four thirty PM, or the four thirty AM class that you don't know about. Boom! That's that's, that's always yeah. full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always full. Uh, yeah, eight or four thirty. Do you switch because like work or work kids schedule. stuff or mm-hmm. a little bit of both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my work schedule each week is different. So depending on if I have the day off, then I like to go in at eight AM. Or today I started at ten, so I went at eight. Hmm. And not and- before. So we had dinner with you before, so we kind of know a little delicious, bit about it. It was delicious, by the way. Thank you. That Thank you. Fun. Thanks for the first person to say that the food was good. It was good. I, Seriously, though? I put in some actual, like, intentional, like, you know, like, uh, David, you're a good cook. You're a good cook. Yeah, no, wait a minute. No, I'm not saying, I'm not making a face like that to you. You are not the first person to say that. I was going to say, that's really no. rude of your no, previous No, all of guests. the other previous guests are going to be like, they're going to be commenting. They're yeah, going to be calling. we tomorrow morning a lot of our favorite people. I did not. I just, listen, Cheryl is extremely conflict diverse, so I have to, you know, lead her into that. What what number any of them are you? Oh, I'm a not. A nine. I'm a nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the nine With the nine nine birthday, right? Oh, snap. I know. That's what I'm uh-huh. talking about. Yeah, public service announcement. Mm-hmm. Public service announcement. <laughs> nine nine is the best number. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were we teed it up to say, hey, Luke, you should start to ask her questions because you know her the best. And then we just kept talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Like yeah. job wise? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a certified nurse midwife or a CNM. And a lot of people like have no idea what that means or what we do. Um, so I went to nursing school, got my bachelor's of science in nursing, then went to grad school through you. There's that first. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry. I didn't mean no, it's fine. Zevia, not a sponsor. Oh okay, yeah. By the um, way, we have a giant pile of Halloween candy, candy mm-hmm. on the table. So if you hear like little wrappers oh, and stuff, no. and stuff, that should have been your PSA. That should have been the PSA. You're right. Cause, cause Wade's, um, <laughs> Oh, like audible so ASMR. Do ASMR on the oh. Snickers bar? No, 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 no. That was one of the biggest. You don't do it to something. Okay, here's the public service now. If you're gonna go back and listen to the first season, don't start with the first episode because you can't get past uh, Luke eating chips in the mic. I have heard so much cha- like challenges on that. So now that we've completely gotten off topic, I open Azevia. Mm-hmm. You work as a midwife. That is true. Yes. So I then went to grad school for. Midwifery. Two That's years. not a real word. It's a real oh, word. Oh, yeah, it totally is. I studied midwifery. Some people will say midwifery. Midwifery? Midwifery. Midwifery that far away from me. <laughs> Sorry, that? 
Midwifery sounds, sounds like awful. That sounds like a 1600s like, like witchcraft stuff. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Midwifery. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. She's That's a witch. A witch. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, just wave my wand and the babies come out. So yeah. <laughs> yes. have to do. Come on. Get learned. That Maybe. makes sense. <laughs> Bippity bobbity boo. Yeah, I go to grad school to get one. <laughs> yes, and it's like Hogwarts. Learn how to yeah. use it. It picks you. You uh, went to Hogwarts. I did. What? Mm-hmm. To become a midwife. So <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. you grew up in Youngstown. We're talking about her midwife. I, I know. I, guess, I, I know. I kind of right? like so we're, went off topic here. No, you're good. So okay. you grew mm-hmm. up in Youngstown as an only child. Yes. And moved to uh, Columbus, Columbus for Ohio State. Yes. And in 2000. Mm-hmm. And yep. you're going to school. No idea what I wanted to do at first. And and there's something about when you hit the the, the OB. What what class was it? So I went back to nursing school thinking that I wanted to be a psych nurse. Mm-hmm. Thought I was like mental health. That's where I'm at. Took my mental health course. Liked it, but didn't love it. Took my OB in women's health class. Mind blown. Loved it from the get go. Um, what about, what about it? Did you love what our bodies do is really freaking cool. Hmm. We grow, we grow people. So that's amazing. Um, it's so from that standpoint, it just, it's awesome. And I try to not take that for granted. Like when I'm in a delivery is that, okay, there's, I'm literally like going to be the first person to touch. That is a crazy thought. Baby. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, was there ever a moment when you were like learning midwifery mm-hmm. that you were like, was there any moment that you were kind of grossed out? No. Really? No. Wow. Mm-mm. All that stuff doesn't bother me. Other bodily fluids gross me out. Uh, before we start the podcast, <laughs> yeah. you talked about, <laughs> you talked about how someone farted, right? How like people toot all the time. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes so, sense. You're yeah. so yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. From a, um, yeah. from a, before we get like dive way yeah. deep into like birthing people, uh, for people that don't know yeah. the difference between like a midwife and a doctor that's delivering a baby. Yes. Okay. So we, I, I'm still a nurse. I will always be a nurse. I'll never be a physician. And there's things that we can do safety wise, low risk patients that we can take care of. Twins, we don't deliver, um, can't do surgeries, other complications that I could talk forever about, but stuff that we can't do. So low risk, healthy mamas, we can do deliveries in a hospital setting or in a birthing center in Ohio. Mm -hmm. So after I finish grad school, you take boards. I have continuing education that I have to do every few years to stay up to date with stuff. Um, I work in an OBGYN office three days a week. So that's why my schedule changes all the time. Um, and I take call 24 hours a week, 12 hours of day shift, 12 hours of night shift because babies come whenever. Um, and then I'm just available. The hospitals call me when I, when someone's admitted for labor. Um, and then I go in and take care of the mom and family and do the delivery and see patients in the office. So do their OB care, annual exams, birth control, STI testing, um, all that kind of stuff. STI as in STD. Uh-huh. Or yeah. sexually transmitted infections. <laughs> yes. So if let's say that uh, Megan is pregnant yes. and we're like, hey, mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to deliver this thing. 
What is the, and uh, so you mentioned the first, like, we're trying to figure out what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. what, so, so if we, she, uh-huh. if she does check into, Hey, you are a low risk pregnancy, yep. you, you know, none of the things that you had said, right. Uh-huh. What is the biggest difference between it? Like, Hey, I can, uh, the, the option of midwives or non midwives. Mm-hmm. What, what yeah. would you say? So we, the practice that I work at, we have a great group of physicians that support us really well. They trust us, you know, after working with them for so long, we just have a very good relationship. So they know when we need them, they need to come in and it's really just for those high risk circumstances. Or if someone needs a C-section for whatever reason, again, we can't do that. So Patients oftentimes think like, oh, you're a midwife. I can't have an epidural or I need to deliver at home or they have these kind of like just ideas because they don't know what we do. Um, That stuff is not true. In Ohio, we have to be in a birthing center or in a hospital system. Um, You want an epidural? Great. You don't? Great. Whatever you want. Totally fine. Um, I think, and this is nothing against physicians, Looking straight uh-huh. at Luke. She said nothing against us, so let's go. But I think I think patients like that we are first nurses. And so our training is just different. We like to kind of like let your body just do its thing. And I think docs have a bad rap of saying, okay, like I need to get this baby delivered by this amount of time. Otherwise, you're going to screw up my evening. And we can say, yeah, things look fine. We can be patient. Let your body do its thing. Mm-hmm. Your baby looks straight on the monitor. The heart rate looks good. Just keep rocking and rolling. So I think we can be more patient and then also more supportive if a mom is wanting like lower interventions with her birth, but not that she can't have interventions if she wants them. Yeah, no, that's good. And the only reason I was asking Mm -hmm. because so all three of my kids were birthed by Mm -hmm. midwives. Yeah. And we were oh, no, they're birthed by Megan. True, that's true. With the with help, an, with the help of with yes, the help true. <laughs> of midwifery, yeah. I really didn't do much at all. Um, but the uh, what what I found from my uh, I'm the dad, right? So I didn't I didn't do any of the work. But what I found through the process you was coached. yeah, a coach who was there. Mm-hmm. I think that the ability to have options that were uh, like mm. they let her walk around. Yep. They're like, hey, you know, like, let's figure out how do you it. It felt like it was a definitely a more um, like a natural. And and I don't I, I'm not uh, everybody's different. Right. I know right. That, that the older I get, the more people I talk to, the more that I'm like that, that um, mama guilt is a real thing that 100%. like the people that are saying, hey, I wish I could have. Like, I can't believe that I had a C-section. I feel like I failed as a mom. Yeah. I, is that I, a real thing? I hear patients say that all the time and it why, breaks my heart. Why is that? They think to like prove their motherhood, they have to vaginally birth a child. But is it, isn't the proof of motherhood like the actual care of the baby? You'd think so. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. misplaced, but yeah. it's it's so deeply ingrained in the fact like... Talking, say, like I want a natural birth. Yeah. And... Yeah. So I like not, I feel like an unnatural birth would be like like not a human. You know, you know like not like an like extraterrestrial it, thing. Like a yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of stigmas yeah. that I'm not trying to yeah. uh, no, to reinforce, good. right? Yeah. Specifically like, oh, I'm a failure if I can't breastfeed my kid. Yeah. You know, or I hear that, that all the time too. And that's the thing where I think 
that that I'm not trying to say that one way is better than another. Mm-hmm. And I think that that um, the ability to have more options of, hey, what if you want to try to have it without an epidural? What if yes, you'd like to try uh, to have to say, hey, I'd like to to labor naturally while I can. Yeah. I'd like to do this kind of stuff. So I think I think the support and the different options for us was super beneficial. Yeah. And so I know that that I'm on the other side of three kids and pre three kids, I knew zero. Sure. So like there was a lot about like they're like, oh yeah, this happens. And I'm like, we don't, we can't, we can't talk about that. We don't say these words. We don't talk about lady parts, right? What words? Um, any of them. What words? But <laughs> so th- I am gonna speak openly about we're gonna um, learn how to if we had a Gettler sanction. It's not a bad word. Cheryl, it's not Cheryl would, would it just feels okay. naughty coming. It out. just it seems like <laughs> it seems like uh these are things that we don't typically talk about, but they aren't like normalized. They aren't normalized. Yep. The same way that that when we first got pregnant and when I well, when Megan first got pregnant. The stats mm-hmm. of miscarriages are so incredibly high that we had no idea about. Yeah. And it wasn't until we, st- we started talking to people that they, we realized that they're, it, they're not just stats. Yeah. And, the, but you don't have those conversations with people normally. You're like, right. well, it's like, Hey, guess what? Like, this is what happened to me. Or like, Hey, did this happen? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I have a really <clears throat> weird thing of like, um, not a weird thing, but like the, when you guys were describing like, Hey, I want to do like a, you know, I want to give birth without an epidural or whatever. And like just trying it or whatever it for some reason. And I don't know why, but it made me think of when people do Murph and they're like, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, unpartitioned, invested, you know, like just some like, I don't know why it just made me think of like an achievement, but, mm-hmm. you know, so I think a lot of a lot of patients, they do have that like. I can do this. It's almost yeah. like a challenge kind yeah, of thing, but like, you still have the same reward at the end. And that's what I tell patients. It's like, yeah. however this happens, our goal is for us to have a healthy mom and a healthy baby. Whatever. Like if you take all the medications to help you coast through this, it doesn't make you less of a mom because you took hmm. medication to alleviate your pain. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that achievement button feeds into the moms that are like, Oh my gosh. We had a, like, I, I didn't go the way I wanted it to. So I failed, I failed mm-hmm. this. And I've been surprised. I had a conversation with a, with a friend that has raised three kids and she's working mom. She's like, I'm like, man, you, you do a great job at what you're doing. And she was talking about just the deep guilt and shame about like not being able to be who she thought she should be as a mom in those specific details. What? And I'm like, your kids years are like, years. yes, her kids mm-hmm. are like, like, nine years old is the oldest one like she's carried this for years mm-hmm. and i'm like like wow. you're great like and and here's the thing is that i can see it I, yeah. but it's a it's just something real that people yeah. carry with them they do and so do it's something much. that I, I didn't want to reinforce like oh mm-hmm. uh, like hey check this out you this have is to do it yeah, you have way. to do yeah. it this way or you have to do it a different way so yeah yeah um and yeah. i think one of the other cool roles that we have too it's so say a patient is in labor and for whatever reason she ends up needing to have a c-section oftentimes we'll try to stay excuse me we'll try to stay and just be a support for the mom where we'll while she's on the or table we'll hold a hand we'll take pictures of baby being born and them as a family and everything and it's because it is scary when yeah. something goes that way and it wasn't what you planned for it's it's nice to have an extra support person there yeah um and so we 
you know, can help out with that too. And then we see patients postpartum, make sure they're doing well, but yeah. yeah. And same thing, like docs obviously do that too, but, um, I don't know from what I've heard from patients, it's, they seem to like that they don't feel rushed when they're in the office with us and like they seem to take more time, which is awesome. There was a lot of, for, uh, Megan, when we, and I don't want to talk too much of her story, right? Yeah. But yeah. I think the the sense of we're walking into an office, if someone sits her down and is asking, and is exactly that, hey, so so how are you feeling about this? Yeah. So talk to me about this, mm-hmm. right? Rather than like, hey, this looks good, this looks good, cool, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So and not that all physicians are that Correct. way, but yeah. it was it was a bit like that was really welcome because mm-hmm. I mean before you have a baby, like it's all like. You just have no gauge of no, like, and I don't think that you should. It's just new territory. Yeah. So how do you know what to ask, what to expect yep. as you go when it's something new that you're going through? Okay. But, so yeah. kind of building off of that, you are a mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have experienced both sides of this. Yeah. All the sides. Mm-hmm. So kind of kind of going off what David said, like how do you balance being someone who delivers babies all the time and Uh is also a mother. So with our practice being so big, um, we have a wonderful work-life balance and our Mm -hmm. main physician who started the practice and is like yay midwives. I feel like, especially for Columbus, he's amazing. Um, but he is really good. If we are taking a night shift call on a weekday, we are not in the office the next day. So he knows like you need to sleep, be healthy so you can do this in the long haul. Um, but when I, graduated from midwifery and then took my boards and everything. The first job that I took was with a different practice based out of Grove city, um, with a physician that I knew for years because she delivered from a different practice at Mount Carmel West, where I was a labor and delivery nurse. And she said, we're starting this new practice. I want you to be the first midwife that comes with us. Come on over. It's like, sweet. We were still going to be delivering at Mount Carmel West. So I had all my nurse people that I Mm. knew, trusted, have still great relationships with. Um, but with being the only midwife there, that meant call all the time office five days a week. And this was before I had Brecken. So your son. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Clint and I were married for, I don't know, five years, four years at that point. And it was, you know, fine for us. We kind of made it work, Um, but it was hard. And then after I had Brecken, it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do that anymore. I was like, this is not what I wanted out of life. And there, there was no good balance. Um, So the practice that I work at currently, they had a midwife leave. So I took her spot and it's honestly, it's great. So I, again, work three days in the office. I have two to three days off a week. It's it's good. I still feel like I have that good balance. Um, from the patient experience, um, as from, you know, having a baby and being pregnant and everything, I think it's nice because I can help not that every experience is the same, but I can say like, Hey, I've been there. And I think that helps people more just knowing like, you're not alone yeah. right now, like through this or whatever. And so that's good. That, that answer your question? Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you've retired from 
midwifery tomorrow. Midwifery. Uh huh. You yeah. stopped casting spells tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like your like a fond memory that you would like look back on and be like, oh. wow, this was like such a fun like this was like um like this was a memory I'll remember forever. From slinging spells. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spell slinger. I, there's definitely... And and so not everything we do is is happy. Um, we see some sad stuff too. And one of my memories, not, not a good one, but this was when I was an L&D nurse. Like, this person will always be with me. And I think about her frequently and just hope that she's well. Um, mm. But... Um, yeah, not everything that we do is, is easy. Um, but yes, I have a lot of really good, like, fond memories. Um, patients that I've, like, now that I've been at this practice for a little over five years that I've seen over and over again that I feel like I have really good rapport with and they see, you know, like maybe I delivered their baby three years ago and I keep seeing them every year for their well woman visits and it's just nice to kind of like check in and see how their family's doing and just keep that relationship going. Um, but yeah, I mean some like freaking like rock star moms just killing it with their deliveries. It's, and it's not that moms that don't or that have epidurals don't kill it because they still do. They're amazing. But I have a few just awesome, awesome deliveries where moms are just, they're, so strong and it's just it's a really cool thing to be a part of so it's like some of those really fun deliveries i i think will always mm-hmm. just stay there um yeah i guess i never thought about the fact that <clears throat> women can birth more than once so it's like <laughs> so it's like it's, it's, it's a thing so it's we like you probably yeah, you have repeat customers for some for some reason I, that didn't register that like mm-hmm. oh yeah like you know so you have an older brother uh-huh. how did you think that happened no but it's like from her context you know of like mm-hmm. She, oh, I seriously. Yeah, yeah, like I just was like, oh yeah, like you have like, mm-hmm. oh I've seen you in here before. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? And so it, I've also delivered siblings, which is so fun. Yeah, it's like okay, I delivered your older brother, and now I'm delivering this newborn. And yeah, last time I saw so you, that's you, awesome. were, you, you know, were coming out of your mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You grew up so fast. <laughs> so that's also very fun. Um, I also delivered sisters like a couple of months apart both at Dublin hospital, they were both unblocked, freaking killed it both in the same position, which was like really fun. And like, you guys are both just amazing. So (laughs) the sister's babies. Yes. Yes. Uh, So like nieces and nieces, I I guess you didn't do twins. And how would you do it? No, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's like Mm -hmm. real crazy. Yes. Mm -hmm. But in different, two different I feel like I've, I've so much to learn, Mm -hmm. but I guess that's what I, like, I'll take a, 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 pregnancy class or something there's uh, lots of those available when the time comes yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah man <laughs> um do you have um something that was like how has a failure or a parent failure set up for later success um do you have okay. a favorite failure of yours okay and this could be 
anywhere within the span of your life. We've been talking a lot about your job because yeah. it's a big part. It's, it yeah. is. Yeah. And I hate to like identify, I don't know, like I hate to, for that to be an identifying factor, but I like, I love what I do, even though I get mm. tired of it sometimes. I'm like, man, I'd really like to sleep tonight. I don't want my phone to ring, but it's still, it's like when I get up in the middle of the night, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Um, so a failure. I actually forgot it. You asked about this one. I didn't think about it that much. That's okay. Um, so you've never failed. At no, anything. I for sure have. Oh, so this is kind of, this is embarrassing. Um, Ooh. yeah. So <laughs> I'm scooting in for failed, this one. Um, written and like physical, I don't know, whatever like your actual driving test failed both. Really? Failed both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> failed both. How? Oh, I don't, that was forever ago. I don't know. Yeah, I, I will say, mm-hmm. I think it's young. young down. Down. Yeah. <laughs> I think my brother failed his driving uh-huh. like three times. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. It's either he failed it three times or he completed it on the third try. I, oh, okay. yeah, okay. I forget which gotcha. one it was. I think you can't pass three times. Mm-hmm. You don't only take it once. Yeah, I forget which mm-hmm. one it was, but not that. I mean, I guess yeah. other than like, okay, I gotta really honker down on this and yeah. do it. But I don't. That was, I think, just more funny than anything else. Yeah. But yeah, I've definitely failed at stuff. I. I don't know. I don't know if I want to like, so when you sent me, I think, did you ask me the season question? Like the hardest season or was that you? I don't know. I hate to call it like a failure, but I think I almost like failed myself. So tell us about the hardest season of your life. Okay. So failure to myself and to my family, um, hardest season. And this is the one thing that I, I guess I'm like really, really passionate about, especially with my patients after they've delivered or even before that. So I, when I was in nursing school, had depression and was medicated, did the things and everything was better after that, but knew. So if any woman is ever diagnosed with depression or anxiety, they're at high risk for postpartum depression or anxiety afterwards. So I felt like I knew what to look out for from the depression standpoint totally missed that I was like this anxious disaster of a person for on the outside, I think fine, but like Clint took the brunt of this for sure. Like for sure took the brunt of this, um, for like three years. Um, so after having Brecken who like any parent would like do absolutely anything for, um, had anxiety. Just, this is what moms do. This is what moms do. Mom guilt, like, brush it off big time. Um, and again, like, Clint was, like, I was just, like, mean at home, just mean. Um, and then one day I was finally just like, I hate being this way. Like, this isn't, this is not me. I shouldn't be nasty to you all the time. And then, so like took the steps of finally saying something to someone. I'm like, Hey, (laughs) I think I need help here. And wasn't doing anything dangerous or anything like that. But it's just like the (sighs) Clint is a freaking awesome person. Awesome dad. Awesome. Awesome husband. And just didn't even give him credit for the stuff that he was doing because I was just so anxious. Mm. Um, it sucks. And 
I hate that I put it off for so long. Like, I hate it. Um, but now things are better. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel like it's it's something that I think so many moms experience, and they do. It's like they just think like, oh, it's just I just have to get used to this, or I'm. I'll get over it. I just need to give it some more time. And you put it off, you put it off and you put it off. And then you get to the point where like all of your coping mechanisms, they're not working anymore. And it just, you have to do something about it. So I try to like hammer into my patients as they're getting closer to their delivery. Like, we don't see you for a month and a half afterwards. Please call. Let us know if you feel like you're not yourself. You don't need to be doing anything dangerous or like having thoughts of self-harm or anything like that. But if you are not yourself, call us. If you want counselor phone numbers, we've got them. If you want medication, we can do that. And just trying to let them know, like they're not alone. And like saying, Hey, like, thank you for saying something because some people put it off for way too long and it just, it sucks. But I, I like look back now and all of it was like, I think stemming from like breastfeeding stuff and I was very like focused on okay it's time to feed it's time to pump I gotta like I gotta do this for my kid and I think that was just where it I don't know I think that was where it stemmed from but it's like you were saying earlier like yeah breastfeeding is great but like just feed your kid doesn't if it's gonna drive you bananas just do whatever you need to do to like keep your family afloat because it's survival mode um but looking back, it's like, I think I was so structured with schedules and stuff. I'm like, man, like, did I like miss out on stuff with him? I just wonder, I don't know. Yeah. Um, really crappy to talk no, about. <laughs> no, um, no. Thank you for sharing that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I think that um, it's incredibly relatable. I mean, from. I think so too. Yeah. The father's perspective, I think, when watching three babies, like like right after birth, there's a there's just so many chemicals and there's so many things yeah. that's just um, unknown territory, mm-hmm. and and you don't. Megan always teases me because we left the hospital and and I was like kind of joking but mostly serious. I was like, now what? Are you gonna let us leave with this thing? <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. no training at all? <laughs> right. And uh-huh. so and so I I there's. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being so honest. Yeah, yeah. you're um, Yeah. Can is can I ask you a couple of questions sure. about that? Mm-hmm. Um, so you had said that that you knew you, you knew like going into post birth. Yes. Mm-hmm. In your mind, did you know? Hey, I should be looking out for this. I should. Okay. Very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you started to. Was it that, was there a point where you, in your mind said, maybe I am do it like it, maybe I do need help, but I think I can handle it myself. Oh yeah. How did Mm -hmm. that, like, talk me through some of that pieces. So I, the way that I controlled my anxiety at first was like, I had our, our freezer downstairs became the milk freezer and I had a tally on my phone Every time I pumped, I would add in and I, it was like a spreadsheet, essentially, of like how much milk I had in the freezer. And that was my way of like, okay, I can control this. I know how much is in here. 
I know what's going on. I know we're going to have plenty for, and I had hundreds of ounces, like more milk than we knew what to do with, but it was, it was great. Um, Huh. Don't worry about it. We can get there yeah, later. Yeah. We'll teach you how that works later, Scott. I'll learn about it in class. Yeah, you'll get that in class. Right, yeah. I'll learn about it in class. Um, so I remember thinking, like, this is weird that I'm, like, do all moms keep a tally of how much milk they're, like, putting in the freezer and taking out? And I'm like, eh, oh, well, let me just keep plugging away at this. And then... I, like coming back to CrossFit after having him. And so like, then I was like getting some good release with that. I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of feeling like myself. I would get these little like teasers where I thought that I was doing okay. And then it was like talking to friends and these things I'm like, yeah, things are fine. Things are fine. And then it's like, I'm just honestly like tired of being a bitch to my husband all the time. Like, this is not, this is not okay. This is not normal. He doesn't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I found myself snapping at Brecken a lot and like, why, like, why am I getting mad about this? And it was coming out in, in anger and frustration at the people I love the most. So like outside people like, Oh yeah, you're as nice as could be. Not everybody's going to say that right now. Um, so yeah, I would have moments where I was like, I can, I can get through this. I can journal or I can go listen to music or, or go running or go to the gym and then at some point that just wasn't even like that release wasn't working anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, for years I thought like, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just wasn't. So it took you like, you said like three years. Oh yeah. To come to the point where it's you, like, I need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you sought help and you got help. Yeah. What kind of help did that look like? <laughs> Medication. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An SSRI. Yeah. Um, and I feel like not that that's this, like the fix for everything. And I still feel like I should probably see a counselor. I've just not taken the time to do it. Um, but it now allows me to like, take a step back. I'm like, oh, okay. Everyone's not out to like, let's not out. He's not doing something around the house to like piss me off. He's doing something to be helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's, and, and I think that's yeah. the, um, in looking at that, my curiosity was, is there, was it, it sounds like for you that you saw little pieces of it, but it, but it wasn't that, like, hey, you got a piece of mail that says, hey, you're in postpartum anxiety. Right. And you'd be like, uh, I'm going to deal with this. It was these things that happened and just kind of subconscious coping mechanisms yes. where where even when it did come out, it wasn't in your face of like, like, hey, this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it became and then towards the very end of it, it mm-hmm. started to be say, hey. I do have a problem and nothing else is working. So yes. it wasn't towards the end of three years that you started to wrestle with, do I need help or not? It was the, the beginning of that, that you were living life, not even really understanding what was going on. Right. I just thought this is what moms do. Yeah. And this is how moms feel. And mom guilt, which I mean, still, it's like, I, I feel bad about like not giving Brecken a kiss tonight. Like he's going to be just fine. I'll snuggle with him tomorrow. So I feel like there's always that, 
like, oh man, am I missing out on something or mm. I, should I have done this? I'm like, no, you're, like you're spending quality time with your dad and you're going to have fun and yeah. he's going to wrestle with you, which I don't do before. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're getting all wound up. All wound you're up. All have extra sweaty. Yeah. Candy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do. <clears throat> I do want to hit on Clint for a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I like Clint. He's a good I guy. also don't Sometimes really I know like Clint. Clint. Oh, he's just a little, he's a bit of a troublemaker, though. <laughs> he likes to ruffle the feathers. He, he does. Which is good for Luke. Literally, every time I walk in the gym, he says something uh-huh. probably inappropriate. I'm sure to he me. does, yeah. Just, that's one of that's the reasons Clint. I like Clint. Yeah. I don't know Clint, but all I know is he's got a good engine. And he's, he does. He's got a shiny head. He's what? <laughs> so he has a shiny head? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> got shiny head. I've i got this thing, so I have a receding hairline. And I've and I've started started trying to notice more guys that are like bald-ish, you know? And or just bald. But I was like, there's some guys that can just really pull it off, you know, and just look really, really good at it. Mm. So Super off topic. No, I, I think um, it's interesting you didn't mention David when you said that. Yeah, I am thin enough top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My my grandpa my my grandpa on my mom's side was like bald by thirty ish. Awesome. So uh-huh. yeah. I'm sorry. So uh, to to uh, how did you close? Miss- wait, wait. To close the loop. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Close on yes, you yes, being yes. S- mm-hmm. so very um, gracious with your life and and being vulnerable. Thank you. I, I think um, it sounds like you've been able to to coach other moms and and let them know, hey, if you, you, you if you don't feel like you're asking yourself like like yourself, being able to ask for help earlier. Yes. Right. Being yes, able to yes, yes. help try to like not just ask for help earlier, but try mm-hmm. to to have people in your life that can help you like mm-hmm. sp- like say, hey, I know you may not think this is a problem, but let's let's talk. Yes. That kind of stuff. Yes. I think and and <sighs> I think Cliff knew that something was up, but I don't know that he knew how to like navigate it. Mm, and yeah. I don't know if he just thought like, this is just our new normal. And I, yeah, I don't know. But yes. And I, I think it's great if someone has a supportive partner um, where they're going to say like, yeah, I'm going to actually help you keep an eye on yourself too. And if you, if something's up, I'll have you call the office or even if you're not, recognizing it or whatever at least come in and have that conversation and just put it out there yeah so i wonder how many other women you've been able to speak wisdom to because of your experience i cry with them too <laughs> like Great. every freaking time <laughs> but we love tears so yeah. thank you for crying yeah. i teared up i did too yeah. yeah definitely did and thank you for what you do i mean i know that Thanks. this sounds silly but i mean like we still think, I mean, we, we remember the people that helped with our babies and it was such a, it's such an important time. Like you're talking about it and, and Char's like, I don't even know what he's thinking. If yeah. you had a thought bubble of like, huh, babies come out of belly buttons. Um, but like I'm thinking about. No, they're the seed, the, the watermelon seed. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about seeing John in that little warmer thing that they put him in, like the weight thing that they put him like the, like, yeah. and just, I just, I don't know. I just, um, 
it's really freaking cool. It is. It's and so really you, cool. I know you know mm-hmm. that you impact so many women, but thank you. Thank you. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, break time. Time out. Time out. <clears throat> I think we're back. Audience, we're back. Okay. Um, we just signed up for class. Well, well some of us did. You're the only one who did. I signed up. Oh, you did? Yeah. No. I, I have to. Oh. Uh, you know, four thirty. I really need to sign up for class because it's four thirty tomorrow. Four thirty a.m. Wait a minute. So question. <laughs> yeah. question: Do they? Does it fill up? No. Oh. Okay. I just have to do it. Okay. Well, I like signing up for class. Like, well, not if I'm just not talking about like the you have like the urgency of signing up for class, but I need to do it. <laughs> I need to do it because I need the twelve dollar late yep. fee. I need the twelve dollar late oh. fee because I. It, it keeps me motivated. Okay, true story. Um, it was filled up on like a Tuesday morning and I thought, oh man, I'm just going to go and like, you know, because that's what you do. You're like, yeah, yeah, cool. We'll share lanes, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then I woke up and I was still on the wait list and I didn't have the $12 fee and I was like, I'm going back to bed. And I went back to bed. Dude, you know what a $12 fee is? Like, that is, $12. that is a Chipotle burrito. No, that's a Chipotle bowl with extra chicken. Mm-hmm. Or as I say, with chips and guac. Yeah, that's no joke. If you have it's points, a meal. you can even get more. Yeah. Yeah. Audience, this is not a time to joke around. No jokes allowed. <laughs> right? Inflation no. is not a joke. Then you audience. have to leave, David. Oh, he says I'm a joke. Got bodied. Boo. Um. <laughs> I think I'm a smoker's lung. I can't. I, oh. I wish we were able to repeat what happened about like your face on like what did you say, David? Maybe break. Can maybe maybe the audience needs to know what what happened over break. Shar didn't know what sputum was. <laughs> Who knows what that word is? <laughs> I mean, it, that audience context clues. Legitimately, this is the first time in my life I've heard of that word. It um, sounds like another Harry Potter spell. <laughs> Like it really does. What would it do if it was? Hey, can we have our can we have our producer set up a poll to see if the audience knows? <laughs> it's sputum. It'll be on our sputum. Pantheon. Yeah, you, you know, I need. Who's a- gonna Who's gonna pay for a Pantheon to see the results of a poll? <laughs> who knows what sputum is? Who's gonna pay for a Pantheon? Maybe anyway. Maybe, maybe we really need it to do exist. All kinds of people. We should do a Discord. Do you guys know what Discord is? No. It's like when you disagree. No, no, like a Discord chat. Oh my gosh. You guys don't know what this is? You guys are idiots! <laughs> no, we're just old. Um, a Discord chat is like... A Discord chat <laughs> is like... Let me do. A Discord chat is like a is like a group message, but you can just like add tons so like and tons Slack. of people. It's like Slack. Oh. If you okay. guys know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Oh my... It's like group me. Okay, Slack is like, <laughs> hey, we're going to improve on email... But we're going to call it something different to yeah. try to be cool. It's basically email. Yeah. It's like a gigantic email thread that people are continuously talking. It's in. like AOL email. It's not worth it. It sounds like my yeah. AIM thing from forever yeah. ago. It's yeah. like okay. kind of like WebEx. It's like Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's basically. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, hey, here's the thread that's for this part of the business. And you can send it out there yeah. like, and not have to bother other people. I'm like. So you just send the, pe- the like the emails to the people that need to know about it. Like, it's um, a, it's a silly thing. I'll show you my Discord chats okay. uh, later because okay. you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, Clint. Oh yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Here's Clint. Clint you is, said you fell in love with him because no, of his stop. frosted Let tips, right? <laughs> so 
He had frosted tips before I met him. You saw him and you're like, goodness, he is sexy. (laughs) No, I did say that. (laughs) Because of the frosted tips. So back in 2005, I worked at a bar. I don't even know if it's still open or not. It's on Park Street. Park Street Cantina. Is that still the place? I know that. So it was before it was Park Street Cantina. It was called something else that I can't think of what it's called right now. Our Our research teams. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So I was a beer tub girl there. Hmm. Beer tub girl. Yeah, which I don't even think is probably exists anymore. So I. Yeah, it still exists. But it's close to no. The Park Street Cantina still exists. But it was something. Okay, I just wonder what it was before that. I can't remember. Oh, sorry. So went in, had this like real cushy shift. Maybe worked nine to one a.m. Hmm. Bar backs would come fill up this literal like tub of beer, stock me up. I, it was cash pay only. So I'm like, I don't even know that this is a thing anymore. So worked there every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, Clint came in. He was a regular to the bar. No way. Bought some beer from me. What was the beer choice? What is the beer choice? I mean, this was 17 years ago. Yeah, but he was your Probably regular. Probably like Miller Lite. I don't know. <laughs> Probably had Miller Lite. Corona. We definitely had Corona. I remember that. Wait, so your entire oh. job was to just keep this bucket stock. Pop the top. Give me three bucks. <clears throat> see you on your way. It was really cushy. Like, oh, wow. really You didn't have to refill the bucket. No, because the barbacks did it. I just <laughs> had to tip them out at the end of the night. It was great. They, they just gave you. So basically, you were like. A bar, I was like a bartender. A bartender, but just, just beer but only, with like easy. a refrigerator. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like here's your yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's was, a good gig. It was a really good gig. Um, so we would see each other there, and then uh, did he make the first move, or did you make the first move? You know what? I think I probably did. So what? I saw him frosted out tips. frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. Frosted tips and That's that Miller Light. I needed I needed to do frosted, frosted tips, tips and then mm-hmm. and start and drinking and just like uh-huh. fall on fall top of me. Over you. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> don't forget the beers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like just beer. get yourself a beer tub. Um <laughs> be good. <laughs> um saw him out at Another bar that was in that area. So I had a night off. Frog Bear Wild Boar? <clears throat> nope, nope. Different. I don't know. Another bar down in the nationwide area. Um, saw him out. We started talking. I remember I like grabbed his arm just like in a little playful way. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> we exchanged phone numbers. He called me the next day and we went out on a date however many, you know, days later. And that was that. Boom. Wow. I was terrified the day of the date because I'd never really gone on a date with someone that I didn't know. Yeah. Prior. Right. Yeah. Terrified. And I almost canceled it. And I didn't. And you're like 17 years later, either I end up in a true crime show <laughs> yeah. or, or, you know, marry a kid and yeah. happily ever after. Yep. Wow. Um, oh gosh, I, this is where the deep romance of me just like really just like I just want to know everything. Oh, like okay. uh-huh. <clears throat> what, what was the date? Like, so, I mean, he pulled out all the stops, all the stops. This was like a very fancy. Did he date. pick you up? I think I met him at his house, actually. So points down for that. Oh, mm-hmm. 
But uh, ick number one. Yeah, because <laughs> <It's laughs> yeah. she's still kept now, going. We can Kept talk going. about yeah. the ick. I have thoughts on the ick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you meet him um, at his house. Meet him at his house. He drove us to Lindy's down in German Village. No way! Oh, wow, uh-huh. that's pimp. What kind of car did he have? He had a truck. Okay, I yeah. don't. So I have this joke, and he is very well aware of this. He rotates through cars, vehicles. Like, nobody's in business. <clears throat> Usually two years max is how long he keeps something. Is he leasing it? Lease, buys, whatever. It's, does, oh, does, he does all the things. Why. And, um, you good over there? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have to pause at some point. <laughs> I gotta take that. I'm allergic to this thing right here. Triple D. Um, we're in the middle of a story with her, but I did get called. I got mail for Dr. David Dutton for my entire college career. That's true story. Another story for another time. But okay. you're talking about okay. So do, we may cut all that out. <laughs> so you walk over to his house. Um, he's like, he's got a truck. To his house. Well, he's got a truck. Mm. He's so like, to Lindy's. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, girl, get my truck. We'll go with Lindy's, <laughs> dude. I feel like trucks are. <laughs> Is that what happened? With his yeah. frosted tips. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You were scared for your own safety, and he's like, "What's up, girl? Get let's get in my truck." Get <laughs> And you're like, he's leaned back. Those arms worth it. <laughs> yeah. He's leaned back. Yes. <laughs> I'm imagining gigantic wheels on this truck. He's like, yo, girl. Mm, no, no, no. It wasn't. No. No. It was he wearing a cowboy hat? No. Oh, no, he can't wear a hat because it's frosted tips. Oh, well. They, again, they were. Maybe that was a They were. They, they were tips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go to Lindy's, which is we go to Lindy's. Wow. Okay. Out. So it was September. It was sometime in September. Was our first date. We um, out, outdoors too. Outdoors, you know, Whoa. best patio. Yes. And all of Seabus. So What'd you get to drink? He bought a bottle of champagne. Damn, that's a pit. Right? Bro. Like straight up. He, he was like, knew. He, he knew, knew right away that he was going to marry you. He knew. You think so? Yes. Bro, like, uh, he knew he wanted to be with you. Yeah. He knew. I mean, any boy that's like, yep, we're going to go to Lindy's, I'm buying a bottle of champagne. Yep. It's like, I know. I'm my in. my date strategy was always third date was the nice fancy date. Mm-hmm. He said, "No, let's go." <laughs> date that one. Stop sign. Yeah, date strategy. Yeah, there's like a specific strategy. But I haven't been on dating years, and I still have a date strategy. Look, I want to. Well, you I, have a date strategy? Yeah. I I guess I just missed it. It's okay. You're the one married with three kids. Date so. strategy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> So, but so obviously no. we know Clint's date strategy. Mm-hmm. Go bigger, go home. That's yeah. right. Right. We, so I went to dinner. Wonderful time. We still disagree on this. So cool. I am certain that we went to go see a movie that night. He says we didn't. Mm. He said it was dinner and that's it. I swear we saw some like must love dogs movie. Oh. A nice rom-com. Oh, you say muscle up dogs? Must love dogs. Oh, like maybe yeah. Diane Keaton or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but what's your favorite thing about Clint? I I like his sense of adventure. Ooh, I I just like things nice and easy. Yeah, and he is always willing to try new things. So then he, you know, pushes me to try new things. So what's his enneagram level? Do you know? I don't know. Whatever the troublemaker <clears throat> one would be. More importantly, what's his love language? Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's more important, but <laughs> I mean it is basically. Yeah. So from Doctor Enneagram himself. I feel like it's probably changed actually, because he used to give like a lot of gifts, and 
Now I think it's more touch. Literally, we just did this marriage class mm -hmm. this past uh, this past Sunday. But yeah, like love languages do change over time. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's your love language? I feel like it would be a close, uh, like acts. Was it like acts of service, acts of service. or something? Yeah, yeah, that one. So you like you come back home from a day of casting spells midwifery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see like the dishes are done, the mind blown. Like the mm -hmm. that's all. Carpets vacuumed. Then it's just like mm -hmm. what's going on? You know what the worst thing on planet Earth is? Is what? dusting. You know? Oh, I like to dust. I, I, like, I hate, hate dusting. Actually. Hate I hate dusting. I love dusting. It's so satisfying. <laughs> It's satisfying, but it's so stupid. That's that is stupid. It's, it's stupid. literally you clean something, you leave it, and dust shows up. Are you farting? Mm -hmm. It's Not crazy. Me. So acts of service. Mm -hmm. Acts of service. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sitting in the chair. And the I would say like, hey, I'm I'm appreciating you. The I don't. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Words of uh -huh. affirmation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm. What is one piece of marital advice you would give? Um, treat your anxiety <laughs> <laughs> slash depression. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, just or just like a nice life lesson there. Um, like it's okay to disagree on stuff. I guess like you don't always have to be on the same page. Yeah, it's I don't know, but then there's also a little bit of like flexibility that comes with that too. Like admitting when you're wrong. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure Clint never has that problem. <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. Um hmm. speaking of which, do we do we want to do pet peeves or drafts? Yeah, do we have any other questions? Because I feel like this would be a great time to segue. Oh yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna ask any more questions? How much time do we have? Well, I mean, no time this needed. is our podcast, right? So we can have as much time as we The want. people are not it's, telling us what to do. I mean, it's an hour. Yeah, that's great. Let's spend some time pushing peeves. You want to I feel like question. I just said a pet peeve. Like, I feel like when we were talking about acts of service, I felt like... Dusting. I felt like what... Uh, yeah, Mr. Bench Press. <laughs> I have a pet peeve. Slugs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Star farts. <laughs> I have a pet peeve. Oh, David, what was pushing your peeve this week? What was pushing my peeve this week is when girls be like, "Oh, I had got the ick." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, girl, you need to get over yourself. <laughs> and like, that's not a thing. Like, girls like always complaining about how they never have a man, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe if you didn't ick so much mm -hmm. you'd have a man quit icking <laughs> that's my pet peeve for the week public service also, announcement quit quit don't lower your standards <laughs> continue um so what was pushing your peeves hold on i have to text hannah about how you just slammed on the podcast <laughs> yeah pet peeve was that in reference to the voice memo i sent it you might guys? have been yeah so audience i oh, was I hate those i was it you what i hate voice memos Audience, I've been, not a pet peeve, but I've been like out them. in the wild, uh, and by that I mean just mean normal life. And we've been starting a new part to the podcast, which is called Get Bodied Podcast Shorts. Yeah, Get Bodied Podcast Shorts, which will be available soon. 
Yeah, GBPS. Um, yeah. So stop. I said I was in a conversation with one of Grace's housemates, uh, and she had said something, and she specifically used the word "ick." And I said, I need to stop everything I'm doing in my current life and start recording and have this conversation. Yeah. Um, it basically, I, I forget her specific ick. It was it. So, okay. She was like, and there's no names because we want to keep people anonymous. Yeah. She was like, hey, I'm reading a book about this guy that spent the last two years lying about his identity. Uh, yeah. And then dishonesty. Uh, yeah. Dis- like completely like hoodwinking this girl. And then it came out like who he really was. She's like, oh, I gave me the ick. And then, and then you start talking about it. You're like, nah, I mean, like if this dude chews, like give me the ink. And they yeah. start talking about showstoppers. Right. And I'm like, and, I, and so I asked, I actually was like, Hey, what happens if you get the ick after you're married? That's right. Oh. And the, but that's the real thing, right? You're like, Hey, Oh, there's part of, of Oh my gosh. hundred percent. But they're not showstoppers. No. Right. What? Because you're like, and that's why I get pet peeved because I'm like, Hey, here's the deal. Two humans will inevitably always see something in the other and be like, ooh, what the hell is that? That's part of humanity. David not brushing his teeth. So the idea that, yeah, that's, that whatever. We're going to edit that part out. Um, Why? Um, Because we're going to edit you saying why out. That's done. You have to edit that out. So anyways, the... uh, um, so the, the, the fact that somebody would, without knowing any of the other human beings qualities, like just go ahead and end the relationship because of some discomfort, pet peeve. Yeah. Stop That's farting. Fair enough. That was a burp. Stop burping. That was a smelly burp. That smelled like a fart. Did <laughs> 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 you just, what did I just, ah. oh. we should play a game. Okay. Oh. So fart or burp? Oh. <laughs> that was a friendship ick right there. You're like, yeah, I don't like that. Um, before, Luke, before we talk about no, your pet no, it's fine if you burp or fart. Just don't do it when you're two feet away from me. I was I was venting about my pet peeves, and I'm even hot. I might take my sweatshirt off. I'm it's, just like all worked it's up. probably the allergic reaction you're having from that dog pillow. Probably, aren't you going to? This is your section, though. What has been pushing your peeves? <laughs> He's going to say when people burp slash fart <laughs> yeah. two feet away from me. I should. Okay, so this one, I have I have two. There's The first one has a part A and a part B. Oh, <laughs> so you really have three. 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 Yeah. I snuck three. So, you okay there? Yeah, Get all that sputum out of your lungs. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you at the end of the episode. Okay. So, something that's bothered me since, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be what you think. It's when, it starts to happen when it um, it gets a little colder outside. And, like, it gets windier, especially when the wind picks up. Chapped lips. <laughs> <laughs> I hate chapped lips. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. How is there two parts? Okay, to stop. I'm just gonna make you a sign to go to your house that says chapped lips, peeving me since middle school. Okay. Well, it's a sign, so I would burn it. I know. So, but but the chapped lips, are, like I heart, I rarely get chapped lips. It's when I see other people have chapped lips, and I'm like. Uh, it just like it just like. Oh my god! When I see other 
other people have chat lips, it makes me like cringe. <laughs> it does. That's so stupid. What? It's just a fact. It's gross. And you get all like, flaky. Yeah, flaky yeah. and red. And you're just like, oh, oh my God. So is that part A or part B? That is Can part A. Can I interrupt A. the peeve, though? Yes. So, I mean, I don't think anyone enjoys having chapped lips, but what do you use for your lip regimen to prevent the okay. chapped Okay, well, you lips? are leading right in to part number two. Okay. <laughs> because I hate chapstick. So what do you do? <laughs> you just don't get chapped lips. No. Yes, I hate it. I hate it when I see people like put it like they have chapped lips and then they put chapstick on the chapped lips and then literally five minutes later like, you see them putting it on again. You're like, what'd you do? Just lick it off? Yeah, they did. And then guess what? You're gonna have chapped lips. Yeah. So it's like this is a repeating cycle of insanity of like, wow, you have chapped lips. Oh, you're putting on chapstick. Oh, it's not gonna get better because you're gonna lick it all off and get chapped lips again. What? Like. <laughs> I'm oh getting so God. hot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's making me so mad. Okay, so maybe this is a peeve and so you would never do this. Say you go skiing and you're going to be outside for days at a time. You go on this yeah. little ski vacation. How do you protect your lips? I don't get chapped lips. I just don't. <laughs> I've never had the problem. Wasn't this part A to your, your peeve? No, that was part A and B. The chapstick is Chapstick B. is part B. Chapstick part B? Yes. Sorry. I think I just I feel like I feel like also my sister ate, used to eat chapstick and that also probably Ew. Something with it. <laughs> I did I did in elementary school watch a kid like legitimately one of the first times like riding the bus. I watched a kid unroll a full thing of chapstick and just take a chunk out of it. See? Gross. <laughs> like it doesn't taste like it smells either. No. So it's like blah. Eating a candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you eat a candle. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Trapped lips. I said dusting and you called that had. stupid. No, I didn't call it stupid. <sighs> I just said I liked dusting. So I said I love dusting. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about something different. We were talking about Dustin. We we're talking about dusting. I know, but it's a funny joke, and I Luke. wanted to give a shout out to Dustin and Cassie. Yeah, which is fine, except it wasn't funny. It was really But funny. we do love Dustin. Do you have a second? Yeah. So, <laughs> shout out to my brother and sister-in-law for, um, I mean, they, they have a lot going on in their lives, and um, I helped them out with their landscaping and stuff, and I used to mow their lawn when my brother had um, uh, hip surgery, so I would do that for them. Well, since I stopped mowing the lawn for them, I understand that they have things to do, they're very busy, they need to get things but I hate. Did you say shout out? Like, hey, we're gonna shout out, and then we're also gonna like crush on. Yep. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. I hate the way that they mow the lawn because a lot of times they <laughs> miss. They'll miss like big sections. It's not like it's not like like a little section. It's not like hidden off in a corner. It's like in the front yard, and it's like you miss this this like you know six inches. Like half of the actual mower. Yes, is like gone. Dude. Like and it's just and, and then like they'll correct and it's like but it's not just them it's like any any yard or grass or that's gonna stink. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured any any anytime like I like look at someone's yard and like they're just sections that are just not mowed and it's like you have to like almost try in order to miss that it really bothers me. 
Like, you, it's not, it has nothing to do with the lines. Like, if you're going to mow your yard so it looks natural and there aren't lines in it, fine. That's cool. Like, as long as it's all the same height. If you want to make it, like, super straight lines and make it look cool, fine. Like, whatever. But if you're going to miss sections of your yard, like, don't even bother mowing your yard. Mm. At just, least take the weed eater and go over it. No, no, you, no, not No, weed just, mow, just it. mow it. Just mow it. Yeah. That checks out. Thank you. That like, checks out. Then, like, I, there's been moments where I miss, like, a very slim, like, a very small section of it. And I recorrect it based off of my mow pattern. You don't even have to recorrect it. You just see it. You take the mower over top of it, and then you put it away. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's that's what happens. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. So, shout out to your your brother. <laughs> shout out! Yeah, mow shout out to my brother and sister-in-law. I thought you were going to mow your lawn better. Hey, here's the deal. They have a ton of things to do. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. And they've been listening to the podcast. Do better at mowing. No, do better at listening to this podcast. Um, what's pushing you in your peeves? Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off of Randy's. <gasps> yes! Driving. Just, no, is it no. people saying sorry? No, because hey, I let do her that talk all the time. I apologize all the time. Okay. All the time. So the You're grocery nine. cart stuff. So you put it in the corral, but you don't put the carts into the cart in front of you. So there's just this like mismatch. Uh-huh, yeah, of hodgepodge shit of carts. Everywhere. <laughs> And then the four people that come out to gather up the carts and bring it back in, they have to organize them, smash them into each other. Hit your car. Just don't be freaking lazy. Yeah. Mm. Again, so that. Then the other one. Ooh. Well, so I know. I don't know why. I I don't know. Hopefully it's going to be good. So. Let me lean back. It's just like a common courtesy thing. So if you are purposefully waiting for someone to come into the door. Yeah. And you are holding it open for them. And they walk in, and they don't give you a head nod, a thank you, like. Oh, Cheryl I just flipped mad. the bird. <laughs> yeah, I get. That's understandable. What? Wow, this is a this is yeah, a life okay. question. You waiting? Yeah, and you stand there for like. You stand there for like ten seconds. Yeah. You just walk your happy on us right on in there. Wow, what is the? No, that's a good one. Awful. That happens too much. Yeah, all the time. Really. Yes. I can't remember. So I'm like, oh, you're welcome. I've gotten a lot of thank yous. I've gotten a lot of thank yous. Yeah, it's happened to me. Sucks. What is the, what is the, uh, when is the time where you, like, so you go to the door, you see someone coming, you know, you walk through it, but then you hold it open. How, how long do you hold it open? Like, what's the distance? You know, like, what's the time frame I'm holding the door open for? I mean, I don't, I mean, it's like, yeah, if they're oh, like five they're seconds away, yeah, you hold yeah, on to the door. Judgment. But it's like I was gonna say, or it, maybe who the person is that's coming in, right? Older person, Dude. someone with kids. Today there was a lady that, like, after I was done voting, she's like trying to like put her shades on before she like hobbles out of this like voting place. She had like this makeshift, and she's like, and I held the door open, and she put these like black big old shades on. She looked at me, and I was like, this is just life right here. Like, <laughs> this is what it's all about. Just thank you. And I'm just like, I, I feel like a million bucks, you know? Yeah. So like a, like an elderly person. Yeah. She's you could, super old. Yeah. You, you would say like maybe 25 seconds you would hold the door for him. That's a while. Well, so you don't want to be like, hours. you don't want to be obnoxious. You don't want to yeah. make it seem like they need it. Or like yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 if you hold no, the door no, no, open, no. you got to be like, oh, now I got to like walk yeah. a little faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. This no, is the this somebody thinks that people need. Yeah. Also, I was in a grocery store this last week thinking yeah. of Randy. I almost ran into somebody intentionally just so I could not say I'm sorry. Because <laughs> 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 like, ha not sorry. And that person was like that. The person, <laughs> yeah. That person when I went home, you're like, I have a new pet peeve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys have run into me. They recorded a podcast. <laughs> yes. And they said that, that was yeah. a pet peeve. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we drafting? Audience, we're drafting. Woo! Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, last week's draft um, was Randy's, uh, what was it again? Cartoon draft? Yeah. Cartoon draft. That one was all right. Pretty good, you know. I, Stop. I, <laughs> gosh. Choices and consequences. I think that's going to save you. Here's what's happening here is that the choices are we have these great, luxurious, flavorful dinners that are mostly spicy. Consequences mm-hmm. is that at some point in the Dude, this, this was not spicy at all. Was this spicy? The jalapeno salsa was good, but it was perfect on the taco. It added a nice little zip. Okay. Yeah. So now that we've interrupted a lot of the listeners, like train of thought, because Luke can't handle some smells... Please continue. Well, we'll edit that part no, out. No, I can't so, handle David burping intentionally into my face <laughs> from two feet away. <laughs> burping into and, my mouth. And blowing it, uh, blowing it into my face. Peppy. So, you know, obviously I clearly won that draft last week. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I had Spider-Man in Men 10. But this week, Cheryl, what what is the draft topic of your choice? I would like to pick savory snacks. Okay. The best savory snacks. So I brought a savory snack. Oh, you In brought. Case you've not had the pleasure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, audience, play along. Start thinking what are the best savory snacks of all time? We will start with. Can we can we establish a ground rule? Oh. Okay. Just real quick, just sure. so I'm mm-hmm. uh, we're all on the same page. Okay. Savory snack. What does that not include? Candy. Okay. Yeah, that's not, yeah. (laughs) Savory or sweet. Yeah, I just feel like munchy stuff in my head is a savory snack. We can overrule. Okay. You know. Okay. We can overrule. So we'll go, we'll go around just like last week. Sure, we will be pick number one, David two, Luke three, me four, and then Mm, we'll we'll go two, two, two snacks. Two snacks is a fair. Yeah, two snacks. Did you like three? I, whatever. Okay. I think two's fine. Yeah, two's, two, fine. two's good. What okay. what is this? Uh, what so, is your first overall pick? I guess. Oh. <laughs> Are you familiar? Yes. With okay. So I can no longer keep these in our house. Not a sponsor of the podcast, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. Um, because I'll like sit with a beer and eat the whole bag and yeah. before I go to bed. Dots so, pretzels. Yeah. Is that the best flavoring? The original so. season. So there's a Southwest one, which I would have thought that I would have loved, but I don't care for it. And I think there's a honey mustard too, but I've never tried that one. So this is like, I think the OG. Yeah. You know, OG. For the OG share. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. oh she just she, you. Gosh, you just got body. Don't worry. My, my snacks would be way better. <laughs> Get body. Uh, have you tried? So you've had them. Yeah. I, okay. I as well. I've had them. Oh, okay. I've never had them. Okay, would you like to try one? Well, now I have to. They're like, Ooh. I mean, it's like all the MSG. There's nothing. Oh, so I'm gonna have a headache after this. I love MSG. Um, Just give me one. One will one will be fine. Yeah, there's MSG in here. All right, while while you're preparing your your snack, David, what is your what is your first overall pick? So hers is dots, right? That's that's what you you picked. Pretzels. Up. Yeah. I, it was a tough decision, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Savory snacks. 
I feel like there's a really, really good one that I can't I can see my these being on. really um, addicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably take this away from me. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I will have some okay. here shortly. Okay. They're, they're good. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I mean, not your favorite. No, they're I, fine. I, they're, they're corn nuts. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah, from the from the store. The only one that's rooting for you is Randy. <laughs> Why is Randy? You know who else it's likes like... corn nuts? Jess Block. Oh yeah. God, corn I just got another nuts. tattoo today. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're so good. They're crunchy and they got they got salt on them and they're just oh, I love oh, them. That's horrendous. No, good. All right, mine. It it's. Not that, but it is a pretzel variation. Okay. The nope. too bad. The peanut butter filled pretzels. Yeah, those are pretty good. From like Costco or Trader Joe's has them. Yeah, Trader Joe's I yes. would say is probably yeah. the best. And they're cheap at Trader Joe's. They're different enough. I'll let you, I'll yeah. let you mm-hmm. have that one. I we we smashed those on vacation. So you guys are obviously not thinking straight because the best snack chip is is a chip and it is a um the kettle brand you know the but it's the jalapeno flavored oh those Those are good good. those Those ones are are insanely good yep um and then since i'm on the turn here i will pick my next savory snack um it's a tough one but i'm just gonna have to go like movie theater popcorn gross yeah what if it's fresh? Yeah, of course. It's do you fresh. put? Do you yeah. put the like? Like your 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 first bite will be the fresh, fresh you know sealed sure. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Do you put butter on it? Move, move the pop. Well, it depends. So like sometimes you know like the little ranch seasoning, mm-hmm. sometimes a little Ooh. like a little extra butter. But you might think it's gross, but man, the people love it. You know, you the know what people. is? You go to a movie theater. What are you getting? Nothing. Popcorn. No, I don't eat theater food. Popcorn. <laughs> Everyone gets popcorn. No. It's the no. It's like you walk in. What's what's the thing you think of? Popcorn. People love it. <sighs> so kettle cooked alpino chips, popcorn. Okay. All right. So I sometimes I like get in the 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 hankering for some uh, <laughs> for something really bland. Oh god. <laughs> But to add on top of that, like the original Triscuit. Oh, I love the original Triscuit. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Like a little pepperoni on top. No. Oh. No, just oh. the Triscuit. I think you just swayed my next choice. Yeah, pick something bland that nobody no. likes. No. <laughs> so here's the deal, right? I'm thinking I love again. original Triscuit. Here's the deal. I'm thinking. It feels like you're eating a basket. Dude, I, I, <laughs> so I the original. love that. <laughs> Original Triscuits are great. Yes. The reduced fat ones are no good. I don't eat those. The cracked pepper. Those ones, are good. Those are good. Yeah. The cracked pepper and ones then are all good. of a sudden it's like a gateway drug into like, I'm putting olives, I'm putting Swiss Ugh. cheese, I'm putting all kinds of stuff on these Triscuits where you're like, let's freaking go. And also, olives? Oh, yeah. Well, and it, you don't put it on Black top of it. green? Um, I like the green ones. How about the. Uh, yeah. You? Kalamata. The Kalamata. Thank ones. you. The purple Thank ones. Thank you. Yeah. Purple. Oh. I'll go, I'll go green and purple. Yeah, I don't like the black ones very much because I don't feel like they're tasty. Olives are from hell. Uh-huh. Whatever. Whoa. Yep. 
Hating the Greeks. That has nice. nothing to do with the Greek. Greeks anything. love. You wouldn't have olive oil without olives. Okay, well I'm not gonna eat olives. Um. Um, so anyways, <laughs> you're, you're extremely prejudiced against olives. So I, I am. Thinking, like, I was thinking, olives, olives is, yeah, probably. Okay. Ooh, okay. Now I can't use that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, scratch off 679. Yeah, we're, like, no, we're, um, I was thinking gas station and I was thinking about like the chips, the, like the rye chips. That you get, dude. Oh yes, so good. yes. Yeah. Those are so good. Yeah, you're right. I want to so, change my pick. No, no, you can't. So here's the deal. I'm gonna pick oh, those no. because of you guys' response. But actually, when you said Triscuits, I was like Goldfish. Oh uh, yeah, Goldfish okay. is, oh, is, is We're a We're forgetting too, right? so many good ones. Right? No, the the rye chips are the so best. The rye chips, and when they put them into the like the the Clancy's mix? whatever, right? Isn't it? I'm gonna like hit a, myself a with this plastic hammer. Yeah, whatever, right? So that's the that's the quintessential like. Savory snack. Yes. yes. Yeah. So. I'm a. I'm a. Oh, I'm a hedge my bets on the popcorn being like a fan. Like no, nobody no. likes popcorn from the movie theaters. Yeah, dude. No, that okay. people like. Anyways, <laughs> you're you get to pick last. What was your okay? Last? So I'm not gonna pick this one, but have you tried the Mega Goldfish crackers yet? No. So they're maybe two and a half times the. Yeah, the regular ones, but they have a jalapeno one. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Really, really freaking good. You know, really good. The the big size Cheez Its. So Cheez Its are gonna be my. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would say. Uh, wait, wait, just the no, original. What time of cheese? Only kind of... original, not the extra toasty, not the stuff that leaves all the powder on your fingers. How do you? Yeah. How do you have, feel have you tried about the, the big ones? Have you tried the large ones? No. Oh, life changing. Have you tried the grooves? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, the but grooves have powder on them, right? Uh, probably. We probably just made our audience super hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I feel like we could go for a third round and just have so much more. No, to we cover. can't, dude. I went on like an hour, like a half hour. I went home from the zoo with my daughter, and we did draft just the two of us uh, for like a half hour. It was fantastic. Nice. We and she got to pick the cat. Whoever won got to pick a category, mm. and it was just like it was. Oh, uh-huh. such, it was fantastic. So. Fun. All right, so okay. now that I've won this draft. Yeah, you, you won. Um, with corn nuts? No chance. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's Bro. true. So let's recap real quick. You have de- declared... Dots, pretzels, okay. and um, Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. David, you've picked... Corn nuts is corn. <laughs> and the, uh, the the Clancy's, like, uh, rye yep. chips. Very, very nice. And I had the pretzels with the peanut butter inside. And I picked... Um, <laughs> Apparently that was my only pick. Triscuits, yeah. And Triscuits, that's right. Yeah, original Triscuits. Um, and I've picked um, kettle cooked um the kettle brand jalapenos chips and um popcorn. Popcorn. Um. All right. I know for a fact Luke is not winning this draft. Okay. What? Move the basket eaters. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so good. <laughs> you agreed with me. What are you talking about? I know. I like. Yeah. Shout out to all the like shout out to all the basket eaters. Yeah. Okay. Um, like eating a wicker basket. Okay. Two minute drill. Oh yeah. Two minute drill. You ready for this? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Sure? So <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> no. Three, two, one. Doors or wheels? Doors. Would you rather be eaten by a lion or stung by a lionfish? What? Stung by a lionfish. Oh. What is your death row meal? Oh, my mom's chicken paprikash. 
Uh, is Slovakian? Let's yeah. go. Is Pluto a planet? Yes. Um, billboard for the world to see. What do you want on it? Wait, what? I'm sorry. There's a billboard <laughs> you get to put up for a world to see. What would you want on it? The billboard of anything. A quote, a picture, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll just put Brecken on there. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I, That'd be pretty sure. cool. Which STI should be avoided at all costs? Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Luke's <laughs> face is going on the Pantheon right now. Uh, oh. This one, uh, we're just gonna go with trick. I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know. Um, yeah, what is know. what is your favorite thing to do with your child? Ooh, uh, so oh, um, build Legos. Hmm. What color do I identify most with? Purple. How do I get abs? <laughs> well, yeah, we never answer that question. <laughs> she says you can't. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> 30 seconds. Um, if you're cooking a meal um, for someone that you completely adore, who's the person you adore and what meal you're cooking? Well, Clinton Brecken, but I guess it would be Clint if I just had to pick one. Um, um, chicken fajitas. What? Who's your favorite actor or actress? I don't have many. Okay. If you had a bitch slap one of us right now, who would it be? Gotta pick. Time's up. You gotta pick. You gotta you pick. You gotta pick. You gotta yeah. pick. Oh, none of us. Awful. I'm just gonna do this. But you know That's, where we're I know sitting. Where I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> For reference, Here. she closed her eyes and waved her wand around like Here. she does in the office. <laughs> I don't know because it's gonna gonna go backwards. Oh, it's coming towards I'm, me. I'll slap Luke. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. That's a fair. That's safe. That's safe. That's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was uh, the original Cher Rife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cher, I feel like I've learned a lot. <laughs> you know, this was great. I like this. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, this is fun. Yeah. Thanks again for your vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited That's to. S- <laughs> I'm excited to see you at the gym and actually like be like, "What's up?" You know. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, "What's up?" I did. I stayed away from trick. <laughs> I hope we stay. Yeah, I don't even. I still don't even know. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna Google it. Trigonometry. Don't Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We'll see you guys in two weeks for a special Thanksgiving episode. Ooh, let's go. See you guys.